This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. When you do look back and you take a moment to look back, what are some actions or decisions you would argue were pivotal to making ArtBlocks the brand and destination that it is today? I think, I think there's a couple really important ones. I think one is not chaining, not chasing the shiny things. It is so easy in this space to be derailed by chasing the oh shiny stuff. And, um, you know, whether it's utility or tokens or DeFi or staking NFTs or whatever it might be, all those things are brilliant. Like I am actually a huge fan of the technology and every little tiny thing that comes with it. But I started Artbox as a hobby using tools that came out of the Ethereum tool chest. And those are the things that got Artbox its initial success. And those are the things that I made an early decision to continue to pursue no matter what. And one of those is buying art for the sake of art itself. I assure you that very few people that bought CryptoPunks bought CryptoPunks because they thought they'd be worth a lot of money in the future. And I don't think that a lot of artists early on, especially with ArtBlocks, released in artworks thinking it would change their lives. Um, dozens of artists have now quit their jobs because they have been so successful with ArtBlocks, and that brings an insane amount of joy. But bringing, just like being laser focused on like, you know, we started this art for the sake of art itself. People can take their NFTs, speculate all they want, do whatever they want with them. It's actually irrelevant to what we're doing. Oftentimes we'd be accused to not caring about the secondary market. It's like, course we care about our artists careers like of course we want artists to be successful but like we're here as a platform to help people deploy distribute art in a way that didn't exist before and it's hard work it was overwhelming at times and that is where we needed to concentrate our time then you know as with any platform you start seeing stagnation like Artbox hasn't done anything new lately. We haven't made any announcements where's the roadmap and it's so easy to get carried away wanting to announce some of these like big initiatives that we have. But in my, in my mind, a lot of the detriment to the space is when you make huge announcements and then like it's deflationary when people receive the actual physical or digital good that you announce, because it's, it's rarely as exciting as your fantasy creates it to be. Right. You know, because your NFTs don't go up in value or because you don't get some free thing in the mail or whatever it might be. Right. And so, you know, during, um, I think the second thing that's just so important, um, for art blocks in, in this, in this trajectory, it's like, you know, in uh, August, September, October, we were making a bunch of money and people were like, what are you doing with all that money? You greedy fools. Like, you know, quit taking from us. And I'm just like, we're just, we haven't actually changed anything. We're just releasing projects every week and they continue to sell. And, um, and, and then when things slowed down, we didn't change things either that we, we started curating more, which is very important. Something I never wanted to do. I always wanted our to be an open platform. But then you start seeing some just incredible fine works of art that are on our platform and concerned about whether the artist wants that to live next to something that is less effort, less intent, less, um, you know, deep, not less work because great art can be very simple, but um, less deep. And we started to curate more and we started to get a lot more effective with our curation, which I think has helped us in the end. But what, what I want to highlight, I guess, here is that um, we... 
for about six months didn't make very we made very few other than like bug improvements and like you know functional improvements to our back end, which is not very visible to the front end improvements to our plots, and said, look, we are we are looking in now. Once we had the explosion August, September, October, the team grew from four people to 24 people in like four months. But that is not a functional way to like get to know coronavirus and we're all remote. And I think people on the other side look at that and they're like, oh, it's because you have all this money. And it's like, thank goodness we have this money so we can hire more people so we can make the product that you're consuming better. It's not like, I mean, no, nobody's actually taking home like revenue from our plots. Like we're all getting salaries. Of course, we're growing the team. We're all working within salary um, expectations that would be normal for the space. And in the end, we have been working hard on what I consider to be like a pretty epic next three months for our plots, which is all of those things that we did internally facing helped us build a really fantastic team that has now tasked ourselves with a pretty massive endeavor for the end of this year, starting with the curation board, which we just announced last week, um, something that took yeah. six months that we got a lot of, uh, you know, frustrations from our community. Right? Really challenging, really challenging to do that. It, it, it has, if you look at the, how thorough it was, but then at the same time, I even remember like our community would be like, dude, it's been three months. You've been talking about this forever. And I would come back to the team and be like, okay, we need to give them something because I know y'all are working on it, but like it, it, in this taste of transparency, it's hard to communicate that. And then when I saw the curation board announcement and I saw a thorough bio for like 20 people, one of the most gender diverse groups. In fact, I think almost like heavy on women participants, which is just rare in our space and rare in uh, also like in a lot of, a lot of sectors of the art world. And then like just the thought that went into it, there's a charter now. If you miss this amount, you're out. If you know this charter for like community curation, where we're going to let people that are from the community come in and, and, and take temporary seats. I don't know if it's going to be three months or six months. I don't even know how we're going to pick these people. We want to make it fair. It's hard to be fair in a centralized space. Um, I was like, okay, that was worth the six months. Even I got anxious and I saw it and I was like, that was worth the six months. <clears throat> we have contract improvements coming up. We're going to, um, we're, we're going to release the next version of the art blocks contract, which is something that we've been working towards for a really long time. New minting strategies. If I have my way, we'll have a noun style mentor for art blocks and maybe 50 of the remaining squiggles will be minted in a noun style auction one per day with it being revealed and then people bidding on it. And hopefully that will generate an insane amount of money for charity because I fully believe that like a lot of the values that are being exchanged in the space are superfluous to like what a human needs to survive. And so, you know, I would, designate a significant portion of those things to go to charity. Um, you know, we have uh, uh, a new website kind of over oh, like reconfiguration mm -hmm. of our website, reconfiguration of, you know, thinking about how the collections are going to be preserved and thought for moving forward and how the series work and how curated looks and what we call the things we have a, we have a, 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 a couple little treats that we have for the community. Nothing like, Moonbirds for proof, like that was epic, right? Like nothing like that, like but something sweet that we want to say thanks to the people that are supporting us and they've been part of this community. And um, uh, our Marfa party in November is on November 11th. We are all meeting in the middle of nowhere, Texas. We have uh, over 400 people RSVP'd, which will probably end up being 500 RSVP'd by the end of the thing. Last year we had 300. We expected 100. Um, that has wow. become kind of this like pilgrimage to the desert where a bunch of people just nerd out about generative art and NFTs. Um, 
I fully expect it to be a more diverse crowd than before because we've made efforts to try to be more accessible to like a bigger group of people. Um, you know, there's there's some treats in, in store for people that come to that, you know, and ultimately what's going to happen is I, I think at the end of 2022 and entering into 2023, it will be very apparent where 35 to 40, depending on what timeline you have, people have been spending their time for the last year. And it's so easy to be sitting on the other side of discord and being like, man, where is everybody? What is everybody doing? And it, I'm just so proud that without a doubt, it will be clear what we've been spending our time on. What it's not even we like. I I get to like hear all these things. This team of incredible people that I work with are just really busting their butts to like make this thing sure. as, as like the best platform that could, it could ever be in the world. And uh, I think we're doing a good job of it. I'm really proud. We have a, a new announcement next week for our uh, Artblocks uh, Enterprise stuff. So it's like really exciting news. Cool. There, we're working with some really crazy partners um, that you know I can't discuss, but like some really cool stuff is being is is being created for people that want to reach their audiences in a with this product market fit or generative distribution technology. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot. A lot happening. A I lot can see on. I can see the fire yeah. in your eyes. I feel it. I really, really feel the way you're moving your hands. It's so fun to watch. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ, and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.